0: Hey now, hey now, hey now! Wow, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Over the Line. So glad you're here on this whatever day it is. Wednesday, that's right. We've um, we've got uh, a little backwards on our schedule, but we're hooking y'all up, making sure y'all got a show each day. Because that's all we care about. Now, if you're watching this on Wednesday, I want to remind you real quick that um, I'll be doing uh, 3 to 7 on Talk 99.5 Wednesday and Thursday. That's the 24th and the 25th of March in the year of 2021. So... Make sure you check that out. You can always go back and listen to it on their podcast, but if you're not in the area, because I know there's a lot of you guys that are out of reach for that radio station, um, you can listen on Talk995.com, or uh, I think it's on the TuneIn radio app. I think that's actually where I listen to it when I'm, when I'm out of the area, and I'm going to listen to it. Yesterday, we talked about the shooting in Boulder, Colorado. And the reaction to, the, the immediate reaction by the media and the left is who this guy was and what his motive was. And we were told that it was another white guy having a bad day. And our lives in this country now literally depend on whether or not a white guy is having a bad day or not. That white people as a whole are so volatile that at any moment they could snap and shoot up a grocery store. Or shoot up a massage parlor with Asian hate in their hearts. Or shoot up a school of young school children. The narratives have been brewing for years now. And when it doesn't fit the narrative, they still try to push it anyway. They don't care and they have no shame. But there's a much more sinister plan behind all of this, and that is gun control. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Let me first remind you about my boys at Vapor Forge out on 280. I tell you every single episode about these guys. And it's because they are number one. They literally sent me a swag bag last night. And it felt like Christmas. I was so excited. Uh, make sure you go by there and you mention over the line whether you're trying to quit smoking cigarettes. You're already in the vape scene and you just need your vape stuff. You're not going to find a better selection or better prices than right here. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham right next to Bailey Brothers. If you need to call them, 205 874 90 Ten eight seven four 90, 10. That is the numero I think that's how you say uh phone number in Spanish numero so check them out make sure you tell them you heard about them right here so the gun control debate is now hot and heavy and I want to make sure people fully understand that in this realm in, in talk radio and in podcast on the conservative side We've talked about gun control, gun grabbing from the left for a long time. And it wasn't unjustified or anything because they would make statements and make moves to make it clear that this was their ultimate um, ultimate mission. This was their ultimate goal was to get guns off the street. And we told you why that is. It's not to save lives. It's all about power. And they've done little things here and there, and we knew that as they did these little things just periodically, that it would end up turning into a big thing. Just a little bit here, a little bit there, and then you can use that to justify the next thing, and so on and so forth. It's why we were so against uh, Trump being on board with the banning of bump stocks. Not because bump stocks are important, or that I or you want a bump stock, I really could care less. It was kind of a novelty item, but it added one more thing to the list of excuses why they could ban the next thing, and that's why it was such a horrible idea. I think, personally, I think it's one of the worst things Trump did. It's got to be seen how damaging it was. I just had one of my studio lights go out. <clap> There's one of the clapping ones. Hold on. Oh, there it goes. Ha! Look at that. It worked. I don't think that's how it works. I think I just bumped something. Um, so they move periodically. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I think I'm kicking a wire or something. I got... L- listen, if y'all can see the studio, this is a 100% fire hazard in the making. Absolutely. it It is dangerous. And no, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. There's a lot of wires, though, and I get tripped up. Um, but now, now we're at a point where I think we are closer to Democrats accomplishing that mission that we've talked about for so long than we've ever been. We are very close. And the obvious reason is because of the power they currently hold in Congress and in the executive branch. They hold the White House, they hold the House of Representatives, and they hold the Senate. That's why it was so dangerous to let these two nimrods in Georgia win the Senate race. It honestly, it could have been stopped, and it could have been stopped in the days around election day. But instead, we were all distracted by an insurrection, quote unquote, at the Capitol that was allowed to happen and was perpetrated by not freedom loving americans not even freedom loving americans that thought the the election was rigged it was perpetrated by much more sinister much more calculated people that's a topic for another day but it's why that democrat um those two democrat senate seats were so important because we wouldn't even have be having this discussion right now if even one of those David Perdue or Kelly Loeffler would have won. All he had to have is one of them. But instead we allowed two seats to be taken. And thus, Democrats have that 50-50 split in the Senate with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker. Now there are some things that are important to note, like the filibuster rule, uh, which forces one side to acquire 60 votes to pass legislation, but... The Democrats are currently looking for ways to eliminate the filibuster so they can just ram through any legislation, especially gun control, as they want. And they're using this moment as an excuse to do so. There's no time to waste. No time to waste. People are dying in the streets thanks to weapons of war, semi-fully automatic assault weapons of war. And we have to get them off the streets. Joe Biden came out. Made a statement. As he uh, fumbled his words. And scratched his face. As he always does. Because he's obviously on a um, lot of stimulants. A lot of uppers. Any of us that have been around that kind of stuff. We know somebody that's on some drugs when we see him. But that's what they've got to do. they got to pump this guy full of drugs. Just to prop him up. So he can talk for three minutes. It's really sad. But again, another topic for another day. Here's a little bit of what Joe Biden said uh, just yesterday in reaction to the Boulder, Colorado grocery store shooting.
1: Less than a week after the horrific murders of eight people and the assault on the AAPI community in Georgia, while the flag was still flying half staff for the tragedy in other American cities been scarred by gun violence and the resulting trauma. And the state — I even hate to say it because we're saying it so often — my heart goes out. Our hearts go out for the survivors the, who had to, uh, had to flee for their lives and who hid, terrified, unsure if they would ever see their families again, their friends again. While well, we're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place, to those weapons that are involved here. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act.
0: We can ban- Can Can we point out that he wants to wait for the information, but he also wants to know that we don't need to wait for the information in order for me to act and start literally changing the dynamic of this entire country and the dynamics of uh, the Constitution, that that little part that says, shall not be infringed. You don't need to wait for the facts on that part. That's Joe.
1: We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. The United States Senate, I hope some are listening, should immediately pass... The two House passed bills that closed loopholes in the background check system. These are bills that receive votes of both Republicans and Democrats in the House. This is not and should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives, American lives. And we have to act. We should also ban assault weapons in the process.
0: Now, how many times is he going to say that we should? ban assault weapons in the process as we wait to find out what gun he used and wait to find out what modifications were done to the gun that he used we need to go ahead and ban assault weapons well first of all there's no description of what assault weapons are at least a universal description we really know we do know what democrats view assault weapons as and that's basically a chunk of metal that fires a a bullet That's their definition of an assault weapon. But none of that made sense. I just showed you a minute and a half of Joe Biden speaking, and he contradicted himself. Couldn't even help himself. Couldn't even stop himself from running all over his own theory. But you see what they do. They use a, a play on emotions. The AAPIS community or whatever... We've got this new thing that we're calling the Asian community. Whatever it is. I don't even know what it stands for. Assuming that... Assault weapons... Are the reason that those people died. And and assuming that they died because they were Asian. Which is completely false. Nobody wants to say it. Because stopping Asian hate is cool right now. Even though it's not really a thing. You've got the President of the United States actively calling for a ban on a very broad definition of assault weapons. And here's the thing. At this point that he made the speech, I don't know that we knew what weapon was actually used, but we do now. And it was a Ruger AR pistol. Let's see if I can pull this up. I thought I had it. The Ruger AR pistol. I This is probably the same one. And this is... these These are guns that are pretty popular right now. You know, which is probably the reason this guy, when he went to the gun store six, seven days ago or whatever it was, decided to buy one of these because he just he didn't know anything about it and the guy at the gun store was like, well, this is one of her hot items. If you wanna get your hands on this, he said, perfect. Because he's not he doesn't care about what type of gun. He does he doesn't go into the gun store thinking, I need I need an assault weapon because that's the only way I'm gonna be able to kill people. you are gonna be able to kill people with anything you got. The fact that there are Five times, you're five times more likely to die by somebody stabbing you to death than you are to get killed by an AR 15. But they don't care about that. Joe Biden views this semi automatic weapon here as an assault weapon, he views the AR 15 as an assault weapon. And so what happens next when he gets his way? And he says, "Well, we banned the the AR-15. So it's gone. But for some reason, people are still using it. But now also people are using pistols. People are using handguns, and they're inflicting the same type of damage as the people with the AR-15s. And those of us that know guns were like, "Oh, of course, because they're both semi-automatic weapons. They have the same general function. Well, One bullet per one trigger pull. Well, if that's the case, now I'm, now I'm playing Joe Biden. Well, if that's the case, we obviously need to ban handguns. Because it would defeat the purpose of us banning AR-15s if the handgun does the same thing. All they need is a pass from the American people to say... AR-15s are bad. And then the Democrats on the backside can inform you, oh, handguns are the same thing. Handguns do the exact same thing. You didn't know that. I didn't either. Shocking, I know. Guess we need to get rid of handguns now. And then, have you heard about this shotgun stuff? It's like like 50 bullets in one shot. We got to get rid of shotguns. Especially short barrel shotguns. You Look at how easy they are to conceal. It's a slippery slope. And it will move fast. Because Democrats know. Unless they get done everything they need to get done. Their time will be limited. They're making moves to make sure they stay in power. But they know it is not promised. If they cannot get certain things done like statehood for D.C. and Puerto Rico, like making sure these hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants pouring through our border every day get voting rights, felons get voting rights. The voting rights rules are loosened to a point that there's no way to track the legitimacy of any election. They know if they don't accomplish those things, they will lose power. So they got to cram through as much stuff as they can. This is just a symptom. This is actually, in reality, this is a safeguard for the American people. It's the one thing that protects us from them from doing the things that they're currently trying to do now. The Second Amendment is literally screaming at us, Hey, this is the reason we're here. They're doing it right now. What are you going to do about it? Kamala Harris on CBS this morning. Actually, this morning, just a couple of hours before we're uh, making this podcast. I went back and watched it. And Kamala Harris, she's insufferable. I I, I don't know how else to put it. She is absolutely hard to watch. And she comes off as the most disingenuous, unserious person person i've ever seen in her position and you can hear it in her voice you can see it in her mannerisms you can see her have moments where she's fighting back laughter fighting back that evil cackle that we hear so often no matter how serious the topic she feels the need to laugh about it watch how this transpired uh with gail king and kamala harris on cbs this morning
2: Listen. Okay. It's clear that the president's intention and his frustration are very clear, but the reality is, you guys just don't have the votes. So, what's your move?
3: Well, on the issue of gun violence, let's just be very clear. Um, we are seeing tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. Um, the the we we are now learning the names of the. Ten people in Colorado, including that 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 police officer who was who ran into fire in terms of gunfire, um, a father of seven children. We are looking at in Atlanta um, and, and all of those.
0: No, are we showing sympathy for police now? The same Kamala Harris that backed and even bailed out of jail the people? that were physically attacking and even killing police officers? Gotcha. Folks, Who all of them, at the grocery store,
3: um, in these establishments, going about their lives. I know the and personal stories down and are heartbreaking.
2: The, the personal stories. But, but Gail, good. here's why I mention it. Here's yes. why I mention it. Yes.
3: Because I'm going to tell you something. I've been working on this for a long time. I actually thought that Sandy Hook would have been mm, the thing did. that moved Congress. How When 26- and 7-year-old babies were slaughtered. And they did not act. And they did not act. It is time for Congress to act and stop with the false choices. This is not about getting rid of the Second Amendment. It's simply about saying we need reasonable gun safety laws. There is no reason why we have assault weapons on the streets of a civil society. They are weapons of war.
0: They- Let me tell you all how this works. And it, I know I know it when I see it because I, I've been through it as well and it maybe still go through it at times, although you try to hide it a little bit just for presentation, whether on the radio or the podcast, but I'm transparent, we all don't even care. When you're talking to somebody, whether it's an interview like this or you're doing a monologue on the radio, you're talking, you're just throwing the stuff off the top of your head, and then you start to hit that part of your, your spiel where you have really thought a lot about it and you've almost memorized it in your head right when you get to that part you start talking louder and more passionately simply because you've got it memorized and you don't have to rationally think about it you just throw it out there so you start getting antsy and and it's things that you've talked about over and over it's basically scripted for kamala harris so if you watch as she raises her voice and she gets She starts making more movement with her body. This is the part of the interview that is extremely scripted. She's not speaking from her heart. She's not speaking about issues that really matter to her. That's not the reason her voice is going up. That's not the reason she seems to be more emotional about it. It simply means that she's at the part of her spiel... That she's got memorized like the back of her hand
3: they are designed to kill a lot of people quickly yeah we all let us all agree agree that we need background checks but the point here is congress needs to act and and on the house side they did there are two bills which the president is prepared to sign and so we need the senate to act and this is going to be about your viewers and all of us pleading um to, to the reason pleading to the hearts and minds of the people in the United States Senate to say enough with the partisanship, enough with the ideological perspective on this. Let's just be practical and agree. People who have been found to be a danger to themselves and others should not be able to purchase. But, but so, what
2: will the Biden, Biden administration do? We keep hearing about executive action. What does that mean, Madam Vice President? What it means is that we need to take
3: action. But, but Gail, let's be clear about this. There is the piece about executive action, but. If we pass legislation, it's permanent. If, we, if, we, if the Congress acts, then it becomes law. And that is what we have lacked. That is what has been missing. We need universal background.
0: You really see how uh, she pushes this narrative that this is simply politics on the, on the part of people that care about the Second Amendment, on the part of Republicans. That it's nothing more than just putting political favor in front of the lives of people that it's not about the constitution or protecting your home protecting your family or even on the large scale on the big picture protecting yourself from a tyrannical government they'll never bring those things up it's always about you're selfish because you just want guns because you think it makes you macho you think it makes you look cool. Now, there are some, some of y'all guys that are out there that are like that. You know, we know. We see you and we're judging you. But it has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. The rights that were given to us, and these are not rights by, by, uh, given to us by the government or even our founding fathers. We have rights that are put into the Constitution as documentation that these rights are given to us by God especially when it comes to freedom, just general freedom. These are granted to us by God and not the government. The Constitution simply says, hey, just don't forget, these are not things you can take away from the people of the United States of America. Why can't you take them away? Because you didn't give them those rights. Those are God-given rights. We, the people, have those rights given to us by someone other than the government. So the government can't come and take them away. Sonny Perdue from The View, she has a different perspective, and she feels that you guys are not only selfish for wanting to keep your guns, but that she feels like a hostage in this country because you refuse to give up your guns. Now, forget the fact that she lives in a multi-million dollar mansion with armed bodyguards, you're the one holding her hostage.
2: Um, I, I don't think we can any longer equate freedom with the unfettered right to own assault rifles. That is not freedom because I feel like a hostage right now. I feel like a hostage to the selfish people that insist on owning these types of weapons. That is not freedom in this country. You are not a patriot because you think you have the right to own these types of weapons. You are not a patriot. You should be uh, taking care of your fellow Americans. This is the seventh mass shooting in the United States in the past week alone, in the past week alone. And so where do we go from here, Whoopi? It is time to start talking right now about gun control because I know that uh, Representative Lauren Bobart two hours after this shooting started fundraising, started sending tweets out about the Second Amendment, and she represents Colorado.
0: <laughs> could, you, could you imagine how awful of her to do that? It's not like a Democrat would ever do that after a tragedy. These people are so—it's they, a mix of being so disingenuous and being so oblivious. She doesn't. I I guarantee you Sonny does not understand uh, does not comprehend the fact that she lives in a million dollar mansion and that she is protected by armed bodyguards. I I give her the benefit of the doubt and say that probably doesn't even run through her head as she's making this speech. But they're so self-absorbed that they're saying you shouldn't care about your home. You shouldn't care about your kids, your wife, your family you should care about people in Colorado. And there's the disconnect. Because people like us, we do care about those people in Colorado. We do care about making sure this type of thing doesn't happen. But we know that taking away the guns of freedom-loving Americans will only cause this more. That's the whole thing. They know that too. Joe Biden knows that, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, all these people in government know taking away guns will only cause more of this. That's why they're doing it. But It's because of what I've told you time and time again. The Democrats have to create a crisis in order to save you from it. There's always got to be a boogeyman... So they can save you from it. What do you think COVID was? What do you think COVID-19 was? A virus with a 99.9% survival rate? But yet they acted like it was the most dangerous virus to ever land on planet Earth? It was their man, And now this stuff, these shootings, that we have fortunately not seen a whole lot of over the past four years... And they're going to start getting ramped up now. They're going to use that. And taking away your guns is going to create more of those. And the more there are, the more they can convince you that you need them to keep you safe. Because it'll finally get to a point of well, listen, you've got to give us complete power because, I mean, look at you. You don't have any guns, you don't have a Second Amendment. How you going to protect yourself? You got to rely on us to protect you. That's the ultimate goal. That's it for this edition of Overline. Make sure you like, comment, share, and comment again. Share this with your people. Make sure you check us out on all the platforms. Add us on social media. Follow us there. Share us there. Whatever. And uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode. Don't forget 99.5 today, Wednesday the 24th, and tomorrow, Thursday the 25th. Y'all, uh, y'all hook it up. And some of y'all long-time listeners, y'all give me a call. Let's talk. Let's talk about some stuff and some things. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow, and until then, see ya, Cole!